ready to come alive? You just tuned into the podcast keeping you up to date on church news, ministry developments, and positive words to get you fired up for the week. And now, here is your host, Pastor Dave Ault. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, We're here on a, uh, well, what day is it now? It's a Thursday that feels like a Monday that feels like a lot of last week. Uh, If you're like me, I feel like a lot of the days are kind of melding into each other. (laughs) Well, are you ready for a little pick-me-up? I'm always up for a bit of comedy, and here Jim Gaffigan is going to talk about two of our favorite things, TV and food. So here's this week's 60 Seconds of Funny. All right, a great way to start things off uh, with this week's podcast, some comedy to lighten our hearts. And now it's time for news around Lighthouse. So let's head over to Lighthouse Weekly. This week on Lighthouse Weekly, we've got a few things to keep you up to date on. First of all, Sunday streaming. Uh, Last Sunday was Palm Sunday, and Pastor Tim delivered a great message on John 12, verses 12 to 19. It was on the triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem, and we were encouraged to lift up the name of Jesus and to invest in his kingdom rather than our own kingdom. We were challenged to live for Christ, not because of what we can get, but because of his ultimate purposes, and that we're part of something bigger, and that's the kingdom of God. And as we see the king of kings enter Jerusalem in the book of John, so do we also see Jesus, the king, enter our hearts and consume our energies and our passions and our lives. Now, this Sunday is Easter, so remember to tune in on Facebook And you'll find our Facebook page at LCC Shine On. And tune in for the live stream, or you can go to YouTube for the recorded service as well. Our YouTube page, you'll find it at uh, Lighthouse Christian Church, FDL. Lighthouse Morning Blend is something we've been doing for the last few weeks. It's kind of a new morning devotional time the pastors have been putting together and uploading to Facebook. Now, initially, we were publishing one every weekday, uploading an episode every weekday, but we've decided to move it to Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays um, just to kind of guard against an inundation of content. And uh, But I would just really invite you to take a look at that. Check it out the next morning, Blend. You're going to often find a brief worship song and a devotional thought. Um, now, recently we had an interview with uh, Pastor Godfrey over in Ghana, and we had a great time uh, discussing uh, what was going on with he and his family there, what's going on with their ministry, and with how things have kind of changed over there with, with the, um, COVID-19. Um, so take a look at that on our Facebook page. It's, it was a lot of fun to reconnect uh, with Godfrey. Um, Regarding classes, Pastor Tim is continuing his Psalms 23 class, and this discussion time is held on Tuesday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And it's really a tremendous class focusing on one of the most well-known yet often glossed over chapters in the Bible. And this gives you a chance to really do a deep dive into Psalms 23 with Matt Chandler, who's the teacher of this class, um, on the videos on Right Now Media. 
So if you want to join the discussions, just email Pastor Tim at tim at lccfdl.us. Now I'm facilitating a class called All the Places to Go, How Will You Know? And this is happening Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. And you know, during a crisis, it's so easy to become internal, isn't it? And only consider our current situation or what's happening with me or am I stressed out or how am I feeling? But you know, God really has bigger things for us. And this class begins to challenge us to assess our lives and to look beyond the present to the future impact that you and I can make for God in the world. Um, so if you want to be a part of it, here's what to do. Uh, watch the session on Right Now Media. You can log in with your free Lighthouse Right Now Media account. If you don't have an account, get a hold of me and we'll get you set up with one. And look up all the places to go. How will you know? Watch session uh, number one and email me if you want to join the discussion on Wednesday nights. Uh, you can email me at davo at lccfdl.us and then I'll send you a Zoom link for the discussion time and we'll meet Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. So this week we're doing session one. Next week will be session two. And it should be a great time. Community in Reach. Uh, this week we're praying for Dr. Punit Kumar. And Dr. Kumar is involved in many areas of the Agnesian health system, including internal medicine and hospice care. So we've sent him a card and we're letting him know that we're praying for him. So Lighthouse people, let's pray for Dr. Kumar. Let's lift him up in prayer and just ask that God would bless his life, that God would keep him healthy, but that God would just speak to him as well and reveal himself. Um, and so it's a great way to kind of reach out into the community uh, in, this, in this way. Uh, one thing on the website, we are working on a brand new church website. And we are extremely excited um, to uh, begin thinking about rolling that out in the weeks of ahead. We've all been collaborating on it, but I do want to say a special thanks to Pastor Alan Wojan for really putting in countless hours to get things formatted and links to work and setting the overall appearance. It's really going to be great, um, and it's going to be updated, and it's going to be your central hub for staying up to date with the happenings at Lighthouse. Now, there's not a precise launch date yet. I wish we had one, but it's kind of hard to give one right now because things are still in flux. We're making some last minute changes and we're getting it ready. But I can give you the somewhat ambiguous and overused word soon. It's coming soon. And we all know that there can be hiccups along the way, but we'll let you know as soon as that is ready. Lastly, on Lighthouse Weekly this week, uh, we have a new way of communicating with you. Um, and it's called Community Church Builder. Now, you've probably noticed some new emails coming to you uh, from Lighthouse, and they look a little bit different than before. Previously, we used something called Planning Center uh, to communicate with you, and it would really be our database of everybody in the church um, and different uh, small groups and, and ministries and different things. But it did present a few issues, one of which was uh, an incomplete contact list, but also duplicate emails being sent out. So we've switched to something called Community Church Builder, CCB. And if you haven't seen any emails from Lighthouse this week, check your spam folder. And if there are none there, 
let me know. Email me at davo at lccfdl.us to let me know, and I'll make sure that we get you added to the distribution list. We want everybody to who wants to stay up to date, we want everybody to have access to this stuff. So if you're not getting stuff, uh, let me know, and we'll, we'll get you set up. All right, that's everything for Lighthouse Weekly. Let's move on to the Missionary Minute, where we get to highlight a missionary from Lighthouse. You know, we've got such a tremendous group of missionaries that Lighthouse is honored to partner with at so many different levels. And uh, I just love hearing from them. And, and uh, this week we have a missionary highlight on Mark and Bev Hefter. Mark and Bev Hefter serve at Wycliffe USA with the Ministry and Care Resource HR team. And they're based out of Watoma, Wisconsin. And in their ministry, they help to support over 1,500 current Bible translation projects that are taking place all over the world. 58 teams in 43 different countries. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of things to stay on top of. And Mark helps to support these missionaries while they're in foreign lands serving and also as they transition back to the United States. And Mark and Bev have been serving with Wycliffe since 2000. And before, they actually were 13 years uh, working in Papua New Guinea as missionaries. Well, over the past few years, they've returned to Papua New Guinea, PNG, for a few months every year, serving the local Wycliffe site there and also managing their day-to-day -day administrative duties. Now, earlier in March, they were on their way to PNG and they got turned around in Los Angeles. Things were changing just at that moment with all the COVID-19 stuff and they decided it was best not to travel on to Australia and then on to PNG which was actually a good decision because just 10 minutes after they decided to return to Wisconsin, the Wycliffe director in PNG stated that they would have had to quarantine for 14 days in Australia and then quarantine another 14 days in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> so they're back in Watoma. And in fact, uh, Mark's subject line in the email he sent me stated, Guinea pigs are back. So let's keep praying for Mark and Bev as they assist Wycliffe missionaries around the world. They're helping assist in medical emergencies and getting missionaries back to their home countries uh, when needed. And let's pray for provision for Mark and Bev as well, spiritually, financially, and uh, physically for good health. So that's this week our LCC mission highlight, Mark and Bev Hefter with Wycliffe. It's time for me to check in with you guys. Just checking in. This is the part of the show where I ask a question and you have the opportunity to leave a message for me at the show page on anchor.fm. And I'll play some of them on next week's episode. On the show page on anchor.fm, you'll find a message button. Just click that and leave your voicemail for me. Now, last week it was, what are you doing to stay sane this week? And as promised, here are a few of the call-ins right now. Hello, Lighthouse. This is Chris and Roy Bo. What we are doing this week to keep ourselves busy is we are baking cookies and making care packages to take to my son in his battalion that has been deployed. Thinking of all of you. I'm Teresa Liebelt, and one way I'm staying sane this week is by being outside as much as possible 
even if it's just pulling a chair outside to read a book or going on a walk or going on a bike ride. So it was great to hear from those uh, people that called in. Not as many as last week, but that's okay. And I just love to hear from you guys. So keep calling in, leaving your messages, and uh, we'll keep putting them on the air. Now this week's Just Checking In is more of a statement than a question. And I'd like to hear from you. So just let me know. Just checking. And let's fill in the blank this week. God is in control of my fill in the blank. So whatever fears you have, whatever weaknesses you deal with, or whatever unanswered questions you have, let's speak life and truth into these situations. Maybe you lost your job or have reduced hours at work. And, and you can say, God is in control of my career. Right now I feel at the mercy of my circumstances that are beyond my control, but I know that God is in control of my career. If you're starved for social interaction, you could say, you know, God is in control of my relationships. And even in this time of isolation, I know there are people around me that love me and that care for me. God is in control of my relationship. You know, God is in control of my future. I had all these plans worked out. I was excited about doing X, Y, Z. And now none of these things are happening. But I believe that God is in control of my future. So leave me a message, just checking in. God is in control of my fill in the blank. You know, for me, I believe God is in control of his church. During this time of separation and mostly isolation, I, I can feel kind of hampered and even of less use as a pastor sometimes, you know, because one of my primary responsibilities is to connect with you guys. But that's been more of a challenge of late because it all needs to be done from a distance. And sometimes that makes me feel out of control or I'm losing that connection with you. Uh, but then I need to remember, I need to remind myself that I was never in control of the church. God's in control of his church, and so I need to keep reminding myself of that over and over again, that God has established his church, that it will remain, that it will continue. You know, we've seen this throughout history, um, the power of that truth, whether uh, we look at the church in China or the Middle East, that the church can indeed flourish in challenging times. And that's the result of the power of God to work at all times in all circumstances. Uh, just like that song, Waymaker, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop working. So this week, find the Come Alive show page on anchor.fm. Hit the message button near the top of that page and let me know. What are you giving God control of this week? Let's remind ourselves of this truth and let's encourage each other with that truth. All right, it's time for Faith Focus, where we dive into some encouraging words. Well, this week on Faith Focus, I had the privilege of interviewing Lighthouse's very own Karen O'Brien from Hope Counseling, just to learn a little bit more about um, how Hope Counseling got started, uh, what services it offers, and uh, ask some questions about how we can cope right now in periods of isolation and how depression and isolation work together. So let's tune into this uh, fascinating interview with Karen O'Brien from Hope Counseling. 
I'm so excited to have uh, our very own Karen O'Brien here in our little makeshift studio uh, on the campus of Lighthouse Christian Church. And um, we're going to talk today about hope counseling. And uh, Karen has uh, a Master of Arts in Professional Counseling from Liberty University. And uh, she's got a lot of experience in this area. And we've been able to kind of build a uh, an interesting bridge, kind of a ministry bridge between um, the experience and education you, you've had and also some real needs we've had at the church, at Lighthouse Christian Church. So Karen, thanks for uh, coming in today. And, and how have you been doing with all the craziness going on? <laughs> yeah, it's an adjustment. And thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about yeah. hope counseling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, first I was just curious to kind of know um, what was your vision for Hope Counseling and how that kind of all got started, yeah. that, that connection? So back in 2013, I decided to go back to school to get my master's. Mm. Um, and Tim Carlton and I, uh, the lead pastor here at Lighthouse, um, we talked about it and, and thought that it would be a really great way to um, provide a service to the community, um, to the church community and the greater community um, throughout Fond du Lac area, and really to make uh, mental health counseling accessible mm -hmm. and affordable. Mm -hmm. um, that that was really the the two points that we wanted to make sure occurred mm. because mental health counseling is um, hard. It's hard to get into if you've ever tried to. Hmm. schedule an appointment you know that you have to wait oh, for yeah. several weeks um, yeah. to get a new patient hmm. appointment uh, just about anywhere and hmm. and it can be unaffordable um, even if you have insurance the co-pays can be hmm. hard to pay um, so we've structured the fee structure um, to be able to make it affordable Mm -hmm. for most people um, and we do know that sometimes it doesn't work for some people so we've also mm. made provisions for that as well mm -hmm. so. that's really cool I suppose um, yeah you're right the uh, the cost can be a deal breaker for some people Absolutely. and they probably looked around at other options and felt like man there's no way I could ever do this right and uh, so hope counseling is a really great way to get the help that people need and a very approachable, you know, financial picture. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so now does hope, how does hope counseling work um, with the church uh, and the community? Is it, is it for every, anybody outside of Lighthouse or is it just for Lighthouse people? Or? It's for everybody. Okay. It's for everybody. We, we have um, structured the fees just to be a little bit different for the mm. congregation members, but mm -hmm. it's also very affordable right for the community members right yeah. so people from lighthouse actually even get a, a reduction in price from the regular yes okay yeah yeah, yeah that's great um, so a couple of things I was thinking about, you know, with all these changes that are going on and for people's lives, <clears throat> you know, and some people have, uh, of course, they've lost their jobs or they've uh, had reduced hours at work um, and uh, they haven't been able to see their coworkers. They haven't been able to have people over their homes and all these things. And it's kind of contributed to this. Um, you know, sometimes it feels like a closing in of isolation and there's anxiety or people can have panic. And yeah. I just want to talk to you a little bit about that. And how do you think this, you know, being separated from people has it increased or can increase depression and the, the connection? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Um, and so we know that um, the effects of social isolation 
can be physical, emotional, mental, relational, mm. all the way around, um, because that's the kind of human beings we are. We're mental, we're physical, mm. we're social, we're mm. relational. And so we know from previous uh, research that the long-term effects, and hopefully we're not talking about too long of a time um, during this yeah. pandemic, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but we know that the long-term effects can have a great impact, um, a physical impact, on our well-being. Um, and so we know that being able to maintain those connections is crucial, it's vital. Mm. And um, so there are some things that, that all of us need to be paying attention to and we need to do to the best of our ability. Um, you know, we know that it's kind of a crazy time, schedules are are in flux, you know, people are homeschooling hmm. um, nowadays when they have never been teachers before and working from home yeah, when they've true. never done that <laughs> before and, um, you know, kind of locked up in their houses when they've really never done that before. So mm -hmm. we have to be um, diligent. We have to be um, intentional mm. about what we're doing to, to try to maintain those connections. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point, being intentional. Because, you know, like you were saying before, we're such complex, human beings are, are such complex creatures. We have all these layers, all these different levels, and to be even just self-aware of, okay, how am I doing right now, like even today in my thoughts? Absolutely. You know, or, or, or you know, am I, do I have a schedule? Do I have a routine? Do I have some structures in place that kind of keep me focused? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I suppose even just, um, you know, doing what we can to stay connected with people, mm -hmm. even though it's it's kind of the new normal, those little bits can kind of bring some joy. Right. right? Whether it's a, a Skype or a, a phone call or something or, right. you know. Right, yeah. right. And and being able to um, just reach out to people, you know, now's a really good time mm. to reach out to people that you don't mm. normally talk to or mm -hmm. reach out to. It's a good excuse if you need yeah. an excuse. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, to reach out to people you know, by phone, by Skype, FaceTime, email, texting, mm. um, whatever it takes, maybe even uh, pen and paper. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you good old-fashioned letter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you ever know what that is. Um, so it's it's a good excuse just to call up and say, hey, I was thinking about you. How you doing? Mm. You know, wondering how your family's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, how are you coping? Yeah. And, and that is not an awkward question. Right. Luckily, yeah. right now, it's we're all there, aren't we? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I recently saw um, uh, like a public service announcement about mental health counseling. It was, it was called um, the something about the awkward, you know, like mm. asking that awkward question, you know, how are you doing? Right. Yeah. It, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to ask that right now because everybody yeah. hmm. needs to be asking that and, and everybody wants to be contacted I think. yeah you no know, yeah. not all the, I mean it's hard to know who wants it and who doesn't but it's okay to try it yeah you know um, yeah. and it's okay also to push yourself a little bit you know some people are, are not that way you know not mm -hmm. the connecting kind of person <laughs> right and that's okay you know push yourself a little bit it's okay to to step out of your comfort zone mm. a little bit and and do things out of the norm um, in order to maintain or establish that connection or reconnection, mm -hmm. you know, and not be so isolated. Yeah. It's a good yeah. time. Yeah. 
I think people, yeah, yeah they do want to know that other people are thinking about them, yes. don't they? I mean, yes. like you said, even if someone's not, you know, super outgoing or likes to chat on the phone for an hour at a time, just a quick phone call, it can be like two minutes or, you know, 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Just say, hey, just checking in, thinking about you. Um, yeah. yeah, that's really good. And you mentioned about, you know, different, different coping mechanisms, too, at this time. How do you know? How do we get through this in a healthy way? I mean, should we be should we be watching Netflix? You know, eight hours a day. You know, or what, what what are good ways to deal with this? You know. Right. Um, okay. So the first thing I want to say is to remind yourself that this isn't going to last. Okay. You know that it's um, people have this. Uh, not an attitude, but maybe a concern that this is going to. We mm. don't know how long it's going to go on, but rest assured, it's not going to go on forever. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's probably going to be a few more weeks, but it's not going to last forever. This is not going to stay this way. Um, so remind yourself of that, you know, mm -hmm. and don't take a too much of a fatalist attitude mm -hmm. um, and, and be so concerned that it's consuming you. Mm -hmm. um, and so being able to maintain that like a reality check, mm -hmm. um, it's okay. It's yeah. okay to remind yourself. Temporary. And, and. If you're listening to the news or you're, you know, on the internet all day long looking at or on your Facebook or don't do that to yourself. Mm -hmm. you know, don't inundate yourself with COVID-19 information all day long. Mm -hmm. It's good to stay up to date, but the information is coming so fast and so furious yeah. and it changes, um, you know, from the morning news to the evening oh, news and um, it, it's okay to go a few days without getting all that information. Um, so don't do that to yourself. Mm -hmm. um, get too much of that information. It's good to get out, get outside, get outside. You know, the weather is finally turning to spring a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, besides connecting with people, mm -hmm. get outside. If you can take a walk or go for a bike ride or, you know, something physical where you're getting some fresh air, getting some sunshine, getting out of doors, mm -hmm. um, not binge watching Netflix all day long, <laughs> right. that kind of stuff. Um, so do get some activity, mm -hmm. you know, get your heart pumping a little bit. Yeah. Um, just get some fresh some oxygen, fresh air. Yeah. You know? um, there's a lot of other things you can be doing. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I mentioned before, maybe you can send cards to some people. Maybe you okay. can make cards for your local volunteer fire department members or the nurses mm. at the hospital or send a card to your doctor's office even though maybe not everybody's there you know just to let them know that you're thinking about them praying for them um maybe you could try a new recipe yeah yeah maybe you could do a puzzle you know i know it's really a stressful time so for me mm. doing stuff that is kind of brainless mm -hmm. um you know like i like to run i can shut my brains off mm. when i run yeah um like pu puzzles you know stuff yeah. that you don't have to really engage your brain you can just yeah. kind of coast for a little while and give yeah. yourself a break that's good um you know so some other things maybe you can start start a new um hobby I don't know. Yeah. Woodworking or I don't know, scrapbooking or something like that. Yeah. Um, you could try listening to some new music mm. that you would never listen to. Yeah. You know, just expand to, that. Just to kinda, check it out. Yeah. Just to see what, what else is out there. Yeah. Um, you could be reading books online or listening to audiobooks. Um, also remember to eat. Eat mm. well. You know, not don't load up on junk food now and that's not a good time for yeah. because your your food is your fuel. Um, and and it helps to 
maintain a fairly good diet. Mm. You know? um, probably not a good idea to go on a crash diet right now. You know, right. Don't be doing that kind <laughs> no of thing. No extremes like right? that. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, just eating well, taking good care of yourself, your physical body. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned this before too, check in with yourself mm. every day. You know, yeah. sometimes a couple of times a day, everybody reacts differently to the stress and the change in routines that we're, that we're experiencing now. You know, some people get headaches, some people get stomach aches, some people get crabby and short-tempered, some people, you know, kind of close in and shut down. Um, You know, so check in with yourself and just see Mm. how you're reacting. Are you reacting like, you know, like out of your normal routine, you know, your your normal self? Mm. That should tell you something. That's Mm -hmm. kind of a flag, you know, like what's going on here? What's happening with me? Routines are good. You know, if you can maintain routines or, or a semblance of a routine or a structure in your day, yeah. that's that's a good thing. You know, it's obviously everything's changed right now. Work routines, school routines, yeah. all, all that kind of stuff. But as much hmm. as you are able, um, you know, do what you can for now and don't worry about the rest. You know, don't get too uptight about not being able to... Um, do what you did before mm-hmm. because we'll get back to that yeah yeah um, just releasing that like, yes for now. yeah letting it go a little bit and practicing mm-hmm. just that acceptance mm. you know acceptance of yourself and the situation and others around mm-hmm. you um, you know you might feel like the walls are closed closing in a little bit um, but those are good times when you have to check with yourself uh, yeah so yeah Man, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just a, just a few things, you know. I mean, yeah. there's, there's lots more. Um, I do want to say that if uh, some of the listeners out there need somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. um, it's a good time to get in touch with me. The best way to get in touch with me is by email. Okay. Right now, um, so you can find me on the church website. Um, my address, my email address is there. Um, but if you want to jot it down, my email address is Karen at LCC FDL. US. Okay. That's great. And that's Karen K-A-R-E-N, right? That's correct. Okay. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Good. Um, so yeah, some of the big highlights that came out for me, I think in this discussion is that it's just, it's so important what we're putting in, you know, during this time, what we're putting into our bodies, you know, what, what kind of food we're putting in, what we're putting into our minds, you know, what are we filling our heads? What kind of content are we, are we putting in? Uh, what are we putting into our schedules? You know, are we, um, are we not putting enough? Do we not have enough structure or maybe we're trying to control too much. Mm-hmm. And so how do we balance that out? How do we fit all that in and how do we just kind of really this time and it kind of goes back to that that whole thing and and I posted something on Facebook uh, this week for the church that God is in control and just kind of going back to that focus that in the middle of all of these other things you know yes. he's in control and we just can keep and continue to look to him yes. you know for everything yes. um, so yeah uh, hope counseling an incredible resource here at lighthouse and Karen is, is, is here and ready to help in any way that you need. Um, and uh, it's uh, available, it's affordable. Um, go on the website, lighthousechristianchurch.us and you'll find information to uh, connect with Karen, uh, to schedule an appointment. Um, and uh, it's just a great opportunity. And Karen, I wanna thank you so much for coming in today and, and having this chat with Thanks. me, it's been great. I appreciate it, thank uh, you. Yeah, God we'll bless. catch you again soon. Thanks. <laughs> 
Well, a big thanks to Karen O'Brien for the interview, talking about hope counseling today. It was fascinating, and I just encourage you guys to to make use of these uh, these services and uh, this ministry that Hope Counseling offers. Maybe you know of a friend or a family member um, that could make use of this as well. Um, so great to hear about Hope Counseling. Before we go today, I just wanted to remind us of a couple things. This is something I found out of uh, Life Church, Craig Rochelle's church. And it's a Christ-centered, others-oriented challenge for your church. And I just want to leave us with this healthy challenge this week. And it lists seven things that we can do to encourage one another. Number one is pray with someone you've never prayed with before. That there's something powerful about the spiritual unity within the church of people getting out of their comfort zones and reaching out to somebody else. And maybe you know of someone who has a need. You've seen it on the prayer request chain or you've seen it on Facebook or something. And I just encourage you to reach out to them. If you don't have their contact information, get a hold of me and I'll, I'll get it for you. But let's pray with someone we've never prayed with before. Secondly, give to someone in need. You know, maybe somebody needs a meal or maybe someone needs a roll of toilet paper. That was a big deal a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but how can we serve other people? How can we reach out to somebody? How can we give of ourselves, of our time? Thirdly, how can we serve someone? You know, find a way to serve somebody around you. Maybe it's even your spouse. You know, sometimes we think, oh, it's this guy, it has to be outside the home. But how do I serve my wife or husbands out there? How do you serve your wives or wives? How do you serve your husbands? How do you bless your kids during this time? How can you serve somebody maybe in your own household? Fourth, encourage someone who's hurting. You know, a lot of times we have no idea the power of one word of encouragement that can bless somebody else. And the thing is, is everybody has the ability to encourage someone else. That can be you today. You can be an encourager. Fifth, let's post something about our faith. Social media, we know it's a powerful tool. Sometimes it's a powerful tool for evil. We can use it for good. We can encourage other people. Uh, maybe you want to share a video recording of giving yourself, um, giving a testimony. That can be a very powerful thing. You can spread hope. You can let your light shine. You can invite someone to church online as number six. You know, we have uh, online streaming at Facebook every Sunday. Invite someone to watch with you online. Create a watch party or direct them to our YouTube page where they can see the service. And number seven, pray for those outside your normal circle, whether it's healthcare professionals on the front lines or missionaries around the world or neighbors in their backyards. Let's use these opportunities as a way to pray, ways to reach out to others and pray for others. Let's let people know that we're here that we're available, that we're ready and willing. You know, God, is, God has given his church an opportunity here to bless other people. So let's do that. You guys are a blessing and encouragement to me. I want you to know that. So Lighthouse, just go with faith this week. Go in the strength of the Lord. And I'm going to catch you next time on Come Alive. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you.